It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. Happy New Year. How are you? How did you spend the new year? What's going on? It's been a while since we've connected here. Yeah, honestly, I'm so happy to be back. I um, I always dread getting up early in the morning, but I'm like, oh my God, I finally get to record again. Here we go. Um, uh, new Year was good. I went to... London for the New Year's, went to Cincinnati for um, Christmas, so lots of traveling. I know you've gone to London in the past for love. Um, was this a lovecation? I don't know how to, a, 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 a love adventure, a like adventure, a steamy... <laughs> um, what kind of adventure was this? Yeah, I mean, I went to go see a, a situationship guy. adventure, sorta. Yeah, okay. like, <laughs> it's so I went to go see a guy that I had actually met back in April, and this is like we've seen each other a couple times since then, but very fun. Like, lives super far away, but um, you know, but having a, good a free excuse. place to stay in London. Yeah, yeah, good excuse to go. It's New Year's. Let's, you know. A kiss under the British moon, so to speak. I'm still, I'm still hoping for like a, a London boyfriend at some point. So okay, maybe not <laughs> manifesting that. Is it uh, maybe not this guy, but another guy, or maybe who knows? We won't pry. Who knows? Um, <laughs> what about you? What did you do? I went. I I had shows in San Diego. I met a lot of Bachelor fans in San oh, Diego. Yeah. Um, you went to the Bachelor HQ. That's right. I was at the center of the beast. Um, didn't see any Bachelor um, contestants uh, or characters. I did just do shows in Houston. And do you remember Hunter? Oh, yeah. Hunter came to the show with his, I think, fiance. Is He's a great fiance. guy. Yeah. And, I, you know, we've made fun of him in many different ways here and on on my stories. And he's been always like a really fun, cool sport about it. And he came to the shows and or one of the shows and he was really cool. It, 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 it was nice to see him. I honestly forgot about Hunter. Like that's a it he's feels like a, a contestant from bachelor nation pass <laughs> right like if he came down the stairs um at bachelor in paradise i think everyone would have like a fun moment with it like they'd smile and be yeah. happy he was there like it was like whoa hunter you know like he's a character that like you know when they bring down the people on bachelor in paradise and it's like who and they were in like you could see their fingernail in one shot you're like this isn't what we wanted. No, we want these random people that we kind of connected with that disappeared. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. Let me come back and see what's happening. But I guess those people, you know, go get engaged and move on with life in the way Hunter has. Imagine. And yeah. So and he was really nice in Houston. So I, I just want to shout out to him and his fiance. Um, but I so I went to San Diego. I did the shows and they were all great. And then took a early flight to Miami and I was like, let me just be in Miami, you know, like a couple days. 
Um, the weather kind of held up. It, it, I had heard the weather wasn't great, and I got there for two days and had like two really nice days. And uh, what are your thoughts on Miami? Like, do you are you like a Miami guy? Um, in a certain sense, I am, and in a certain, I, I, it's funny when you say Miami guy. I would assume. I would assume people's assumptions, which is I would assume people think clubbing and, oh, my right. God, Miami hung over at a beach. And I, I think there's another version of Miami that is actually, like, wonderful and great. It's a very international city. Um, it's mm-hmm. all great restaurants. And if you can do it, like, like I think a high-end version, not to say that you can club in a high-end way, but, like, a, there's a relaxed middle ground on Miami that I think is better than most places. Um, to be. I think I need to find that because, <laughs> <laughs> because every time I go to Miami, I'm like this, like, why am I here? I feel awful right. every day. I don't know why I'm staying out this late. Yeah. Like, why are we not going to like the club start at like 2 a.m.? Like, know- I'm, I'm out. That's the thing. I've heard of that. I've never done that. Like my brother and his fiance used to live in Miami. So like they've, done a version of that I know every now and again but like you know my I, I I really honestly like I was at a nice hotel I'm sitting at the bar outside having a drink while a band is playing as the countdown is like happening and I'm like oh that's cute right and I'm like wait a minute I, I would have paid money for this seat like I was sitting like I you know like I, I was like yeah how did I how is this place kind of empty and it's like I guess I like zigged when you usually zag in Miami, zag. like you know, like I, I, I kind of like leaned into like like the, you know, thirty eight year old version of what I would want, and they have fireworks on the beach, which is nice. Like if I was to tell someone, you know, how to spend a New Year's, mine was pretty damn good, and uh, but also chill. Like I, you know, I wasn't looking to, I really was looking to be at a nice hotel bar. Counting down the new year, you know, and here you were. That's really cool. I need to I need to find that version of Miami because I really am like I don't that's why I don't like going there is because I feel as though if I'm not waiting in line at 11 at 4 a.m. I haven't done it. Correct. I've never I've only heard of that line. I've never been in that line. Yeah. So I literally the peak hour is like 3 a.m. And that's when the line is like down the street. Right. I'd like to see it once, but I know the minute I'd see it the next day, I'd be like, never again. You know, like I go home. Right. So everybody I, needs to go home. I ended up staying until Tuesday night and then got on a flight back to New York. And it was like kind of, you know, business as usual a little bit. And then, you know, Bachelor Nation keeps on rolling forward. We had the golden wedding. There's a lot of Bachelor related news in in, in kind of like the new year. Yeah. Um, what do we do? We want to go through some of these stories that have broken since since we've been on hiatus. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest one is Rachel Lindsay and Brian filing for divorce. I think this was like the second day, or maybe it was like January. It right. was it was either like January first or second, like straight into the new year. Files for divorce. It's all over the media and quietly. They've been a bachelor couple that's kind of that's been rolling along. Yeah, pretty solid. But you don't really hear much about them or see them together a lot. Well, that's the thing. Like Rachel Lindsay took the, you know, the bachelorette stardom and went in kind of her own direction. Mm -hmm. You know, this is like 
I'm saying this from the perch of like I don't go like reading into each person and what they do after the show. You get like a vibe, you know, like yeah. And and this is kind of something that will hover over all of these stories that we're gonna go to is like, what's your vibe to Bachelor Nation at, in, in your post Bachelor life, you know? And mm-hmm. Rachel Lindsay, you know, goes and works. I, I her podcast is I think with the Ringer Network. Yeah, she's and then she's on Entertainment Tonight. Right. So like these are like if you're talking about like legitimacy, you know, like she's like, you know, I I think that's like if you go on The Bachelor Bachelorette, like do you can you evolve out of that world to be something else to other people? And I think Rachel Lindsay has. Right. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She's developed an entire separate career. I mean. A lot of the people who are doing hosting things or whatever with Bachelor, it's like random red carpet events or, you know, a Caitlin Bristow um, and Tasha hosting uh, a season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. But this like she's on TV every day. I mm-hmm. mean, she was the one who was interviewing Chris Harrison when the Rachel right. Kirkconnell stuff happened and when those like remarks were made. Like she was she's been in the middle of all of like big normal news not just bachelor news right and then this guy brian i remember i remember watching her season and then like kind of falling out of the season for some reason i was Mm -hmm. just like it was a little boring maybe that was it but they i remember brian the chiropractor like but then he kind of like disappeared he didn't do like the i'm bachelor nation waving the bachelor nation flag right no he um i i read a few articles that I saw about this whole like divorce thing when he essentially you know quit his business and he was in Florida or something um sold his home and moved out here to pursue stuff you know to follow Rachel's career Mm. and had to start from scratch out here but yeah he doesn't really he he moved out of the bachelor world but at the end of her season also she um Peter left And then she sent Eric, she sent Eric home. Peter decided to leave because it became very like ultimatum-y. And so she was just left with Brian, which I, which put like a weird feeling in all of us. We're like, oh, right. She's just going to get engaged to this guy because he's the last one there. So that's kind of like the weird thing about it, which it worked for four years. But well, you know, I, I, to add on to that. And kind of the thinking of like, why did this, why is this the season that kind of went out to sea and we don't really think about that much? And why did their relationship mm-hmm. kind of, if you think about it, like the connection between her season and the next one is like Peter becoming The Bachelor. Like when, yeah. when a guy from your season doesn't become the main character, you kind of lose the the thread, you know, and, and you know, because Peter kind of disappeared into obscurity. Like I remember people taking mm-hmm. his fitness classes like be, and he was like a a big star. People really wanted him to be the yeah. next bachelor. Loved him. Loved and, him. The salt and pepper. Right. And he and he disappeared. So then that season kind of disappears. So now we find out that Brian files for divorce. I don't, you know, I I'd love I'm sure there's a lawyer listening out there like I'm sure who files like when it comes to court stuff you know, the the big thing is that he's asking for spousal support. And anytime a man asks for spousal support, 
it's like a story, you know, like it's like, look at this loser, you know, so like literally the ick. Right, right, right. People do not like that. Um, also, when they don't have kids, you're like, well, what are, what are you going to support? And it's like, this is, you know, when it comes to like law stuff that I don't know anything about, I know there's a reason for everything, you know, yeah. like, you know, it's like, why do you try someone for a version of a crime and not the crime that like we all want them to be tried for. It's like, well, you try people for crimes that you can think that you think you can win. And, you know, there's all strategy to all this that we don't know about. But then no. you see something like Brian files her divorce and is asking for spousal support. We're like, we take out our pitchforks and we're like, get this small dick loser. You know, like, yeah, you know, like, and I, I don't mm -hmm. think that's fair at all. You know, like I. And based on what you said, if he moved from Florida, the, the home to he me. He gave up a lot. He gave up a lot. So, again, that, that you're saying that. I believe that. And, you know, to me, Florida's the home of chiropractors. Like, if, if, if San Diego's Bachelor HQ, I would think Florida's <laughs> chiropractor HQ. If he moves to a different state to restart a practice for Rachel's career, which has taken off. He's gotten used to a lifestyle, yes. and it makes some sense. It does. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I get it. It just gives us. It <laughs> right. just gives me the. <laughs> but I agree. Right. Like he, he definitely is used to a certain lifestyle, and um, also like they, they said, you know, um, it's expensive out here, and having to keep up with that, and having to start from scratch. It's. I mean, I can't imagine that it's easy, especially when. He's come. He left the influencer stuff. Did not do any of that ever. That yeah. I don't even know how. Many, I don't even know if he has a lot of followers or whatever. I mean, even that. Yeah, I don't know. Brian and Rachel Lindsay. Good luck to both of them. Calling all my wedding honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing using your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. And then Caitlin Bristow in the news. Now, I, I think the Caitlin stuff, some, I, I, I don't know. what. So we had two stories. Caitlin Bristow was seen with Zach Clark, and that's Tasha's ex. Tasha was Caitlin's co-host on The Bachelorette when they were the hosts. Um, mm-hmm. And they were at a New Year's party where, by the look of it, it's the countdown. You are, uh, Zach is literally carrying Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. If you go look. He has the arm around the, the lower lower back. Right. You know, if you saw, I mean, who are you with when the countdown happens? The person yeah. you're going to kiss. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Caitlin Bristow's being held by Zach. Um, Kay York is being held by, <laughs> by Paddington Bear. <laughs> I'm being held by my iPhone and that's who you're with. So to it's not a stretch to see the video. No. Of Zach who I don't know what hat he's wearing. I'm a hat guy. I like wearing hats. Like I'm a, like I I I I'm always wearing hats. I know. In a tux with like a newspaper boy hat. I'm like I don't know. Didn't like the look. Sometimes we don't need to try new things. Right. Let's normalize not trying new things. Yeah. How about a classic tux? You're in a tux. Go with it. Take off the hat, dude. Um, He looked ridiculous. So then he probably was in like a tux and sneakers. Like, like, you know what I mean? Not into it. Not into it. The sneaker suit thing. I've done it. I hate it. Not a look for me. Um, So. And now, and so basically people were saying that she was with Zach. That's who she kissed at midnight, at a minimum, at a minimum. Right. So, and then she responded to that. Well, people were saying, well, people were saying that because of this, that meant that there were cheating allegations, that she was cheating on Jason with Zach. People were saying that. That's why it like blew all the way up. Uh, And the second story about her saying that, Jason was playing the victim is because he liked to post on somebody's he liked somebody's post that was like let's just pretend the new year started today instead because that's, all the news came. That's so, where you, that's where you start to like feel for Caitlyn because yeah, you go for sure. li- listen a plus a plus b does not always equal c. You know the no. I, to go from Zach and Caitlyn you to me that's that's fan fiction you've written 
when you say mm-hmm. Zach and Caitlin are together on New Year's, ipso facto, um, Zach cheated with Caitlin behind Jason's back. That's not. That's just. You're a no. crazy person if you're if you're putting that out there as even just as the idea of it. Like it, it's just like you're an asshole. But I, I agree. And so Caitlin really started running with the ball. Like she really went off at you know people and it's this vague people and to me when she gets upset with people, quote unquote, she's I think she's as someone who like has met her, like her, and and I I've come to like her even more, mm-hmm. and we've talked a lot of shit about her. I would say that she hears the noise from social media, the commenter, the DM more than, you know, you would say to her like, just stop looking at the DMs, just stop looking at the responses. Like, yeah, you know, she like, tends to do that. She'll post she'll post like screenshots of like mean DMs that she gets, mm-hmm. which and- like fine like. <laughs> And then there was a news story where she's basically saying on her podcast that Jason is playing the victim. And it's like, I, I to me, when she's, if you go read the article about Jay, you know, if you go hear her words, to me, it sounded like someone who was mad that her DMs seemed to be very pointed and very like, listen, I've gotten those DMs and I'm sure she's getting them from like women who are being very specific and mm-hmm. making reads on her life in ways that like they are person, you know, like it's like their own problem, but they're like shouting it at Caitlin and Caitlin's reading it and getting brought down by it, which I can understand. And then she's yeah. comparing that to what she's seeing on social media from Jason and Jason's life, you know, is getting a lot of cheering is getting a lot of you go guy, like go find your woman because in the land of morality, Caitlin, who goes out and parties and has a guy, you know, hugging her but doesn't want to get married, is not as morally good as Jason, who's hanging with mom and dad. And, you know, I just want to find a good girl. And I like talking about finance. You know, like you go, I, I get why yeah. Caitlin's annoyed, you know, like she's getting a harder play than Jason is. Yeah, a bit. But it's like. Everybody Loki just needs to mind their own business as we talk about this, but you know what I'm right. saying. Right. I, I know, but I, I it seems like the issue is with her issue seems to be with like I'm getting backlash mean, when he's not. Right. I'm getting meaner DMs than than he's getting. And and she's saying you only see so much on social media. It's like, yeah, but you're saying that while only seeing so much of Jason's social media. Like it's all mm-hmm. kind of like falling, you know, folds into itself and it's crazy. But that that was kind of the the news from the off season. Yeah. Um, we also had Paradise. They all broke up. Everybody. Everyone on Paradise broke up. Called it quits. Uh, Game over. That was. And, you know, I remember the last couple being uh, John Henry and Kat. Yeah. And they were <laughs> talking about how they were moving to San Diego or whatever. And then all of a sudden, broken up. <laughs> yeah, I. I. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, do you need couples from Bachelor in Paradise to make it a successful season, so to speak? I think the... I don't know. I think at this point it has such a great track record for creating actual long-lasting couples. Like there's, I feel like there's more couples 
that have come out of Bachelor in Paradise, successful ones, than the regular seasons. Sure, but I which I, makes I, sense. Like, but I just don't. I think anyone who thinks in terms of like Bachelor in Paradise 2023 resulted in three couples. So I believe in love again. Like that's like a crazy person. Like Bachelor in Paradise 2023 resulted in Cat and John Henry. That couple made me depressed. Like I them yeah. being a couple, like them her winning made me lose faith in love. You know, that's so you my perception <laughs> right. of love. That's, right. Um... So like if you, it, it, that's a to me that's a thoughtful, nuanced take. Cats yeah. Cat winning love made me miserable. Um, so I, so I, 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 to me, them breaking up is like, uh, you know, I, that makes sense. Like I feel I'm like, kind of good about it. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what? Good for them making the adult decision. Right. The season actually is exactly what I thought the season was. You know, like I, yeah. I, I don't. But you see people's response. I guess I'm now I'm in vague people land like Caitlin Bristow but I you see some responses on social media as far as like this show is broken it's like no I don't I I I I, I there's changes I would make I would I, I think there's a more entertaining version <laughs> of this show I have a few notes right <laughs> right I would do some things I don't think like I think the show like would be helped by a love is blind go home together element you know, like, let's see, mm-hmm. let's see them be with their phones and the relationship. I don't know. Like, uh, I wasn't surprised by any of the break- breakups. I don't think no relationships means bad season to me, even though right. the season. I agree. I mean, I, I get. Yeah. So and then Golden Bachelor, the ratings. It's a it's a huge success. That was the last I mean, story. It was a great Great season. I'm excited to talk about the wedding. The right. wedding was so fun. So fun. It was a cool, like, kind of like special event in between. A nice little like mm-hmm. trip to Bachelor Island in between two Bachelor franchises. Um, I think, you know, why are ratings up? You know, like to me. They got to go. I, I don't know why. You got to dig into. There was normalcy to this season. Yeah. There was, you know, there were they normal needed to people. Pivot. And I think like when you hear these Caitlin Bristow stories of her responding to, you know, backlash like and, and, and that doesn't even really exist. You go, where are we? We're down. You know, the Golden Bachelor gave us like, OK, this is as strange as this sounds. Watching 70-year-olds date on TV was more like my life than watching mm-hmm. The Normal Bachelor. It felt better. Right. <laughs> it And it just felt better. They needed to pivot. They needed to get away from all of that for a bit. And I think it was important for all of us to, like, check in to reality for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just don't know why they didn't do the next season of The Bat. Like... Listen, Joey's fine. I just think, why didn't they have a forty-year-old bachelor? Just let's, yeah. let's do let's it. Let's do a mid, yeah, like a midlife right. crisis let's go, bachelor. Well, just like look at the the Gary season, see that it was successful, and like what what made it successful? You could say like, well, it was 
the, you know, the surprise of older people. It was boomers. I just think it was normal. Like it was just like, mm-hmm. and the you know the people on it. I think the more six, you know, the more lived in experience someone has, the more you trust that they're going to be there to like do the show as a yeah. open, honest person. You know, when you're 23 and telling us my last relationship was horrifying, you're like, well, when was that? You were 17. Like, I, I don't even know mm-hmm. what's the relatability there. So I don't know. They, I, yeah. It's not a surprise that this was a ratings success. I know. And just ending it with the wedding. I, I right. really, honestly, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Let's go to the recap of the wedding. All the Instagram stories that are like people who were there. It did seem like they treated this as if it was their wedding. Like, I I don't know. Like, I. Oh, yeah. Like, like I was seeing like people dancing. Like, we're at the La Quinta, which what a throwback. I love that they had it there. There's so many. We have so many memories there at this point that this was the perfect setting. Right. For a bachelor wedding. And you it was and it did look I was talking with some people yesterday. It did look very much like a um, a soap opera. Like it looked like we were on Days of Our Lives a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. The lighting was weird. Um, and then it was very red carpet. Like so they basically opened La Quinta, which, you know, all I could think about was like Claire hooking up with Dale behind every corner. Like I just like every <laughs> inch of yep. that place has been. Claire and Dale, <laughs> you know, like so. And then we go to Jesse Palmer, who tells us that he is like his wife is like about to give birth. Yeah, I, he definitely Jesse has the chopper on standby, like on the ready the second he gets that call. Because to getting getting from Palm Springs to wherever he's trying to get in LA is easily going to take you two hours at bare minimum. So he needs that chopper, like. <laughs> well, now I got to say, how do you feel about Jesse Palmer as it stands January 9th, 2024? I love Jesse Palmer as the host. I think he's gotten better and I think I like him better now that he knows these cast members be- right. because before he had no like context with anybody. Like he's talking to people on Paradise and I'm like, you don't know this person. What do you get? Right. Uh, what, huh? Now I feel like he's truly become the host and i've kind of forgotten about chris harrison a bit like to me jesse palmer's the host right it's interesting 
because I was I was watching him talk about his wife giving birth any second, and it felt like a friend. I'm like, oh, yes. like <laughs> that that might have been the saddest thing I've ever said in my entire life. I. I <laughs> I've never met the guy, but he's never acknowledged this podcast. Oh no, never. he came. Was, did he come on? He, he was gonna come on. Then he no. was. Uh, they uh, Ryan Bailey interviewed him, and <coughs> right. they th- it was on our feed, but we were unavailable. We were unavailable. <laughs> as much as I like Jesse, I'm not. I'm not changing my schedule. I had for jury the guy. duty. Yeah, yeah. Did you really? I was legally. Yeah, I had jury duty. How'd it go? I ended up not getting called in, which was fucked. You, oh, you wanted to be called in? No, but I was like annoyed because <laughs> I had to miss this interview. Uh, this is uh, any man. This is uh, this is our problem. <laughs> I didn't want to go, but interview. I'm annoyed that I was let go. This is uh, you know th- this is what it's like to date a woman. <laughs> I don't want to be on the jury, but why didn't you pick me for the jury? You know well, why like, didn't they pick me? Right. <laughs> That's crazy. So funny. <laughs> I I did watch Jesse talking about the baby being born any minute. I was happy for him. I and also yeah. during college football, I watch a lot of. I love football generally, but I, I, any game I'll put on, especially when I'm on the road. A live game makes me feel a little bit just more connected to reality, and I like having it on the in the background. Jesse was mm-hmm. like on like. 30 of the games that were on and he was always great he's like a really good football guy announcer and then like to see him and when you're a football you know not a play-by-play when you're the the analyst on a football show you have to be ready for variables like you have to be ready for improv and like yeah to see him doing this show which was live and he was ready for anything anything nothing made he backed down like because what ends up happening the way they had it made up was you had jesse at the the, you know the aisle of where the wedding was going to be held and then Mm -hmm. he was pitching out to correspondence and the correspondence (laughs) were charity and kathy and then (laughs) produce pieces now Kathy and Charity as the correspondents. What did you think? A little, a little unhinged. Like a I, little. I needed a. a <laughs> I'm trying to be. I needed more organization because, like, Kathy was talking too much. Charity wasn't saying enough, and the stuff that she was saying felt like she was just trying to get Kathy to shut up, and it just felt disorganized. And uh, I'm with I don't you. Know. Charity. I didn't love it. Not. I like charity. I'm a charity fan as a person. Same. She wasn't experienced enough to be the lead, and she should have been. Kathy mm-hmm. was too much. It was too much. <laughs> Kathy. She needed, as she would say, to zip it. She took over and was too much of a large personality as a person for charity. Yeah. To like take the reins of the situation, which we needed her to do. They were a bad combo. And I think, I mean, to go back to Caitlin Bristow should have done this. She has experience. I know. And Kathy should have been someone we interviewed once and came back to one more time. I know she was fun. I get it. All her friends are going to tell her she was fantastic. Everyone's going to say, 
every interview they did where it's like, I do kind of want to hear what, you know, Krista and, you know, they interview like Krista and yeah, Jason. Joey and Joey. everybody. I, w- I want to hear what they have to say, but we never got to. Joey said like three words. Every interview Kathy would make about herself and her sad single self. And oh my God, I know. It was annoying. And, and again, like, She's doing a joke she thinks works or has worked in the past, but it's like, enough already. Enough. We get it. You're sad and alone. Ha ha. You know, like, I, I, and, and, and I, I don't think that was her really being sad and alone. I think that was her repeating a joke she knows worked because she doesn't, she shouldn't be on the mic that long. No. And she, no. It, she ate up the air in the room in a way. And then, like, I mean, the craziest was when Dotton says that her and or Dotton says that he's going to get him and Charity are getting married fall oh, yeah. 2024, right? Is that what they said? 5, 2025. Okay. So that's great. Gives them time. They don't have to answer 20 million times on social media. That's nope. probably why they said it. Mm-hmm. And Kathy makes a comment like another one's off the board for me. And you're and like even Charity was like he was never there for you. Like never Charity on, says that to her on the board, right? And you go, Kathy, what the fuck are you talking about? This, this that doesn't even make sense. No, it was very it was very strange. The whole uh, that whole thing, watching Kathy be kind of like all over the place, and then I was very distracted because it was clearly set up and produced, which I I hear I see what they're doing, like. When they where they were interviewing people, they had, you know, all the bachelor people in back of them walking through, but they had them like taking all these selfies. So they'd have it looked very staged in back of them. So you'd see like Rachel or this or that. Everybody was placed accordingly to take selfies together. You'd see what um, uh, it was like Rachel and Michelle and all these people. And I'm like, all right, but. Again, I want to watch the interviews. Now I'm being distracted by seeing who's taking selfies with who. Right. There was a p- part of me that I was like, did they do this because they're not sure if Jesse's actually going to leave? Like, because I would have rather, uh-huh. you know, even Jesse gets with Ellen. Or did Ellen went on a date yeah. recently? We see um, like Natasha and we get Kathy. Like I, I we get all like I would have rather like one at a time in between the produced pieces why not have Wells do it? Like, I, I I, know, like, or like, whatever. I don't know. It just. I bet you he was the backup. I bet you him or Caitlin right. Bristow were the backup that Jesse was talking about that would take over the hosting. That makes sense because, yeah, the Kathy stuff was just too much. So the produced pieces were that they first have Jerry and or Gary and Teresa um the family is coming together where they have Gary's family over at Teresa's house, a big push for Amazon with with their wedding registry. And I was like, okay, I mean, nothing is more fun than when you can see the lines that they had to do. Like there's a part where Teresa goes, Oh, we should just get, we got registered on Amazon wedding registry. And he's like, Oh really? And it, like it's just like oh. right, right, right. When they have to act, oh, it's beautiful. Um, when Sandra, when Sandra handed um, 
Teresa her box at the bachelorette party. She was like, this is a gift from us. It is from your Amazon wedding registry. (laughs) Our overlords at Amazon command us to give you this box. Yeah, so we so we have the families coming together, and then we have the um, the dress shopping, and Neil Lane. The, what do you think? I just have so many questions about the choices that were made on who was going to show up at what event. Like, right. why was Kathy at Teresa's dress fitting? I, like, I, I don't know, Susan. <laughs> It feels Why was like Kathy, the one who bullied her throughout the season at Teresa's dress fitting. Right. I, I I wondered who was friends. Like, I did wonder who was really friends because the bachelorette party, it did feel like I didn't know who Teresa's group was. Like, they Susan feels like she was the mother hen to the whole house. It feels like Susan got along with everybody. But it really yeah. did feel like Susan and the, you know, the, 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 what did they call themselves? The, Askin. The Askin group. Yeah, they, that's <laughs> a group. They've made a nickname. Um, yeah. So it feels like a little bit like they just were like, these are the major players this season. Because and let's so, bring them back. So they do the wedding dress shopping with the family and Susan's there. They ask Susan to be the, uh, the to, to marry them, which I didn't know that's what Susan really does. Is that what she does? Like, she's a hairdresser. She's a hairdresser, but I guess she's also a justice of the peace, and she does weddings, apparently. Of course. I had I no idea. that. She was fantastic. She did a great fantastic. job. She was un... I thought she was the best part of the whole wedding. Like, all the speeches I barely even listened to, I would be annoyed. If I was at a wedding, and they were like, we're doing speeches while we're in the reception, I'd be like, this is fucked. I want to be eating and drinking while... Yeah, while, what? While making fun of the people giving speeches. Like, I, I don't want to... Yeah. Right. So actually like, I have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, this is brutal. Um, but I thought Susan was great when she's she, so likable. Yeah. I just love Susan so much. She should be uh, the next golden I agree. bachelorette. I don't know. Yeah, what. at this point that's if they don't pick her, that's crazy. She is the best. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. So, what did you think of the Bachelorette party? I thought the Bachelorette party was, like... The boudoir Cheesy, photo shoot, but I loved the photo shoot. It was I great. thought that was so fun. The women looked amazing. Sandra like, got that's a really so fun into idea. it. I loved it. Oh. It's a great idea. I actually do think, you know, there's a lot of like people telling us what's empowerment. I think that's like an empowering thing to see, this like these women thing, at yes. that age doing it, seeing Ellen go through it and not be comfortable no. with it, but then enjoying it. Like I thought that was like a fun. Yeah element of it um they all looked amazing you know like faith my god you know like uh you know i was like with respect look at those titties right 
Titties be tittying. Yeah, they. I they, was like, wow. Yeah. She looks. Everybody looked so so good. And yeah, yeah, that was honestly one of my favorite parts of the whole show. I loved it. Um, and then we had also Braden proposes to Christina Mandrell. Now, after Paradise, we find out that Braden and Christina Mandrell are are a couple. Christina Mandrell, ha, you know, other than Garbage Joe, no, Grocery Joe, no one has gotten more mileage out of five seconds on the show than Christina Mandrell. Facts. So she is. I mean, she had a last name from the jump. From the she ju- wasn't Christina M. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And again, I I kind of like that about her. She's been fun on social media. She kind of gets it a little bit. But they're uh, both hams. They're both right equal. Like they're both like full blown hams. It, it makes sense that Christina Mandrell would reach out to Braid and go, "That guy's got spunk. That guy's a little bit off kilter." I'll reach out, and it makes sense based on you know Braden on Paradise the way he operated that he kind of like is this wide eyed you know like romantic a little bit, so yeah. it kind of all makes sense. What doesn't make sense is to propose at someone else's wedding, and I, I know now people are saying that he asked Jerry, asked Gary and Teresa for permission. Asking is rude. Asking to propose at someone else's wedding is rude. I don't care that you wear. You know, dream catcher earrings. I don't care that you, oh, you know, we're a little weird. No, no, no. You're not too weird to be classy. If someone came, this, this is the thing. People ask questions of me that I can't believe they asked them of me. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you mm-hmm. have to put, I remember there was one time. Don't put me in a position to have to think and rethink whether I'm being rude when I have to say no. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a rudeness yeah. to asking, hey, I had someone, they saw that we had, um, they saw that we had Rebel Wilson on the UA podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I get this message of like, hey, so I have this company where it's for charity. And it's like, can you ask Rebel? I don't oh, know fucking God. Rebel Wilson. And I, and I, and like, now I have to put mental math into like, hey, um, I'm respond? sorry, I can't save the kids today by asking Rebel Wilson to help you, you know, because now it's in the name of charity. Do you know what I mean? Like it would be, and this is yeah. kind of an example of like, oh, you don't want us getting engaged? It's like, take your shit somewhere else and and do it. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I don't think many people asked to propose at someone's wedding. I guess I, I do just think that this was like, it's rude to ask. I hated it. I, I, I don't. I hated it. Not into it. Yeah. And also, it's not like Gary and Brayden and Christina Mandrell and Teresa are friends. <laughs> right, right. They don't know each other. Right. They have no relationship. And uh, you're asking a stranger, can I, I would, if you <laughs> proposed to somebody at my wedding yeah. that I paid for, I mean, they didn't pay for it, whatever. No, well, this is my one day. That is their one day. The one thing I was like, it, it, you're, you're like, oh, well, maybe this is just all for TV and they're not, you know, they're going to have another wedding. It didn't seem like that was the case. No, it seemed this like was this it. is the wedding. Like this was it, it, it felt especially from those videos that came out after of people like partying and hanging out. It felt like a, like, no, they're going to get everything out of this. They can. And I, you know, that was kind of my takeaway from Gary, like all of the, you know, it seemed like Gary was going to take the soaps from the hotel that ABC booked for him. You know, they it, it like he was going to 
get out of this experience. Yeah. And listen, I listen, I'm not above that. My grandmother used to steal the 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 scales from hotel rooms. Like she would, you know, be like, where'd you get the scale? You'd be like, oh, the highest. You know, so I why, <laughs> why are you stealing scales? It was just she would take if it wasn't bolted to the ground, she would take it. So and Gary kind of gave that energy of like, oh no, we're gonna get the you know, the, the full buffet, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't, you know, and then we're going to get the fuck out. Right. So. To, so when Brayden proposes at the wedding, you're like, you are taking over someone's wedding. Like, this is their one thing. Yes. You know, so. and it's he they wanted the Neil Lane ring. They're probably hoping if we get married, Bachelor's going to pay for it. Right. It's a very certain type of. Like, I see what they're doing. It's moochie. I get it. It's moochie. It's moochie. Yeah. It's moochie. Yeah. So. Then Gary, at the end of it, um, they give their vows. Gary's crying. And then I thought, you know, so then we go to, like, the party. And then did you think it was weird that Teresa needed to throw the bouquet? She, They made – there were, like, articles that came out before the wedding about how she really wants to throw the bouquet. And you're like – and then she threw it, and there's this, like, scrum – I thought people were going to lose a limb. I know. Who and even she's caught laughing. Some rando. Right. And and I, I don't know. It, to me, there's like a little bit of an element of like, yes, the power I get to, you know, hold over all of you. It was a little yeah. annoying. I don't know. The bouquet throw. And she wanted to do it at the beginning. Right. And of course, like <laughs> Kathy, you see her just right. flailing about trying. And, uh, she ripped a part of the bouquet out of there. So she got some roses. That's what Jesse said. I was sick. Yeah. Of course, Kathy was going to be wrestling for that bouquet. I don't know. It was just a, a bizarre ending to a bizarre night. That was fun. I enjoyed it. It, it was very. I too. Yeah, I, I just like seeing, you know, the cast of characters, and yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts on the wedding? No, it was. I I thought it was really fun. I'm excited to get started with a new season. Um, Joey's coming up here in what two weeks, and we're Joey, gonna, we're gonna get going. Yeah, Joey, good old Joey. Um, yeah, he was there. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they didn't let him talk. No, not no. But so, they, but not that it would matter. They're promising the most dramatic season. They're saying it's going to be good. So we'll see. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, for the premiere of Joey's season. Until then, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor. Um, you can follow me at K York City and Jared. What is going on this year? Uh, I got so much going on. If you want to come to a show, I would love to have you. I'm going to be here's my lineup coming up. Um, I'm going to be in Charleston. I just found out um, mm. that date. The tickets go out Wednesday. If you're in Madison, Wisconsin, I'm there this weekend. Buffalo, New York. I added a second show. Boston added a second show. Both the early shows are sold out. Toronto added a second show. Chicago, second show. Minneapolis, Royal Oak. Boise. Ever been to Boise? No. Olympia, Washington. (laughs) Vancouver, Denver, San Francisco. L.A. I'm coming to L.A. Okay. I'll be there. Let's go. Nashville. Finally. JaredFried.com for tickets. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm at Jared Fried. 
Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.